Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal Way and a special show for you guys today. As you all know, the fixture list has been released for the Premier League 2022-23 season. I'm joined by Kaya Kainak and Alfie Lambert just to talk about and get a reaction on the fixture list and if it's in Arsenal's favour or against Arsenal. Kaya, how are you firstly, mate? I'm good, mate. Yeah, thank you. I've, I've seen the fixture list. I, I like mostly what I see, so I'm looking forward to discussing it. I'm feeling relatively positive uh yeah good start to the day so far absolutely and Alfie how are you I'm very good thank you Bailey yeah looking forward to to getting into it like I say like Kai says looking uh looking like a good start for us how are you yeah I'm good thank you for asking I'm good mate and just to start the show I think there's only one place to start that is the opening game of the season now of course Arsenal are set to play Crystal Palace away at Selhurst Park on the 5th of August at 8 p.m on a Friday night now we know in the last game on a Monday at 8 p.m., Arsenal did lose and took a hammering by Crystal Palace. Kaya, just what's your reaction on an opening game of the season? Are you worried or do you think it would be a, a different outcome from the last time you played at Summer Spot? It's a familiar feeling, isn't it? That opening day of the season being on a Friday night. Last season, everyone knows what happened. Uh, COVID hit Arsenal side, went to Brentford and they got spanked, basically. They they were beaten off the pitch. It was a really disappointing start to the season. And then, obviously, Chelsea City came after that. Three games, three losses, no goals, and I conceded. We all remember the, the meltdown that came after that. So... It was a tough start to the season. Uh, obviously, Crystal Palace is, like uh, Marcus says, they're not a, not a game where Arsenal have tended to have the best of records recently. Arsenal didn't win either of their games against them last season. Their record at Selhurst Park isn't the greatest. So they'll be hoping to, to turn that around. Obviously, it's different from last season in the sense that you would assume there won't be as many COVID cases. Uh, you would hope that more people will be fit for the start of the season. Arsenal had a lot of injuries going into that first game at the start of the season as well. If you look at players who played obviously Flo Balogun started up front I think Reese Nelson came on late in the game so it was a very different looking Arsenal side uh, Callum Chambers at right back Pablo Marie centre back so you know lots of different players who you wouldn't expect to see uh, in the in the lineup come Selhurst Park but it's a tricky opening game but if you look at the the rest of the fixtures in Arsenal's opening run it's it's one of the big six from last season uh, all the way until October which is a pretty good start so I think if Arsenal can get themselves a win under their belts, then they'll, they'll be wanting to build a, a nice bit of momentum ahead of what is a promising start to the campaign. Yeah, a promising start indeed. And Alfie, I think a lot, aside from the fixtures, the biggest talking point at the moment is will Arsenal have their new signings wrapped up by the game against Crystal Palace on the 5th of August? And how important would that be for Arsenal to have a, a successful start? Do you want Arsenal's transfer business to, to be almost done by the time we are playing against Crystal Palace? Yeah, I, th I think by the time we play Palace, I'd like to see uh, a few of the new signings. I mean, hopefully the, the side that faces Palace is going to be a completely different one to the one that, that faced them last season and obviously uh, took a batter in, like Kaya said. I, I think it, it's this Friday night start, I'm not a fan of it, sort of all eyes on Arsenal, bit bit of nerves. I, I mean, I hated it last year and, and obviously it, it come back in our faces. Um, but I think it's just important to to go there and get a result, like people are mentioning, an unfavoured ground for Arsenal. Um, but looking at the fixtures after that, I, I can't see why we shouldn't pick up a few points. I mean, we, we did a double over Leicester this season. So I think I think that's a game where, and, and even if we, if we take one of their better players in Tielemans, I think, it's even more of a reason for us to get three points. Uh, I think you look at the the Bournemouth and Fulham. Um, I mean, a good start to the season a couple of years back against Fulham, um, beating three and I think they're two games where, if we want to be getting Champions League football this season, we need to be picking up six points in those. So, 
I think we've got a really good chance there if we beat Palace and I think, you know, pick up a few points there and we can start the season really well. Absolutely. And an interesting comment from Marcus in the comment section. Marcus Comfort says, better start than last season, but oh my God, do not look at October. However, we are going to look exactly at, at October, Kaya. And the first game of that month is against Tottenham Hotspur. Could this be a sign of who's going to finish in the Champions League? Could it really be a, a vantage point for whoever gets the win in that match? It's probably a bit too early to say, because if you looked at last season, I think going into it, was it Spurs were top of the league and Arsenal were near the bottom yeah. or something? Or going to the international break, it was something like that. And obviously that didn't work out uh, for, for either team, thankfully. So uh, I think it's maybe a little bit too early in the season. It's obviously always a great uh, momentum builder for Arsenal. They really got their season up and running last season with the uh, the 3-1 three, three win against Spurs. That was sort of a... A turning point. I think that's when Mikel Arteta started to win over a lot of the home fans and it was a great day. So uh, they'll be hoping for something similar, another home game first and then the away game second. But yeah, the rest of that October month is brutal. It's obviously Spurs uh, first, then Liverpool at home, then Leeds away, which is not always the easiest of games. Then Man City, uh, which we all know is very difficult in a midweek fixture and yeah, Southampton and Forest to, to round off the month. So it's going to be a tricky October. Obviously, the season's a bit weird this year because of the fact that it ends mid-November for yeah. the World Cup and then comes back on Boxing Day. So they'll be hoping that that doesn't really sort of leave a, I guess, a bad uh, mood hanging over the club going into that long break for Qatar. But uh, you've got a target a home win against Spurs. It's got to be three points. Yeah, you do have a target a home win. Of course, you've been successful last year. So there's no reason Arteta's boys can't do that once again this season. But we shall see. And Alfie Kaya mentioned briefly about the, the World Cup break. And of course, before Arsenal do go away for a few weeks, they do play against Wolverhampton and then come back with a home game against West Ham. Just how much of an effect do you think that will have on Arsenal's season? Can it be a positive or is it more of a negative, in your opinion, that Arsenal will have this major break midway through? I think for us, it's probably a negative. I mean, we're going to have a lot of players that are going to be playing in the World Cup. Um, I mean, whatever the thoughts of it, it's obviously going to be a tough environment for the players going there. And despite it being in the winter, it's still going to be you know, 30, 40 degrees, it's, it's it's going to be a lot for the players. And we've seen sort of, even with the England games at the minute, a, a long season uh, straight into the internationals and, and a lot of them just look tired. It's not working for them. So I'm hoping that it, we don't have that effect where the players go, the, the, they're tired, they come straight back in to um, Premier League football after the international break uh, and they look like they're, they're shattered. I, I think it's going to be important for us to finish on a high before you know, the World Cup, uh, we need to get a win against Wolves and, and, and go into that with a bit of momentum for, you know, returning after, um, I think you say West Ham, is it? So it, it's, a, it's a tough yeah. game, especially after, I mean, uh, West Ham, we know how well they've done this season. Um, they'll be in the, the conference league, won't they, next year? So not as tough a competition as Europa League. You'd, you'd imagine they'd be able to rest a few players. Um, and potentially won't have as many going on international break as we have. So, again, a tough game. But but like you say, if we're going to be wanting to push for, for Champions League football, it's them sort of games where uh, we need to start picking up points. Absolutely. And Kaya, with the World Cup and uh, Alfie did mention the potential fatigue and maybe injuries from, from, the, from the long period in Qatar, mid-January transfer window, is that, will there be more emphasis for Arteta to potentially get business done? Because it is going to be a tough January with Newcastle, Tottenham and Manchester United. Could the January transfer window really change things for Arsenal? I think it's tough to to give an answer to that right now, just because we don't know who Arsenal are going to bring in in the summer, where they're going to be in January. I think if you'd asked Arsenal uh, 
sort of on the transfer deadline day August last season, do they need a new striker? You'd have probably said no, because they had five in the ranks. They had Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Alex Lacazette, Flo Balogun, Gabriel Martinelli and Eddie Nketiah. Obviously, when January came around, the situation had changed very quickly. So it's difficult to really give too much of an answer to that at the minute, I'm afraid. Obviously, it'll be ideal to, to get players in. It'll be interesting to see what effect that has on players going out, because obviously lots of young players tend to go out on loan in January, but there's the FA Cup to consider. If Arsenal are still in the Carabao Cup, there'll also be those games to consider. So maybe they'll want to keep a few of the squad players around, or maybe we'll see a similar thing to what we saw this season, where a lot of the squad players are sort of let go quite controversially in my opinion some players like Andy Maitland-Niles and Callum Chambers definitely could have contributed but you know I've got, I've got to let that go otherwise I'm going to go insane <laughs> but uh yeah no I think I think January will it's always, it's always a big window and um it, it could be a, a decisive one yet again but we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that front absolutely guys make sure to leave your questions in the comment section as well as we will be coming to coming to them towards the end of the show so make sure to to leave a question in the comment box but Alfie we're going to Fast forward from January all the way to April. Now, we said October was a disastrous month, but if you look at April, in my opinion, this is a, a make or break, and it's possible, you can argue it's even more tougher than October. Just what's your thoughts on, on April, where Arsenal play Leeds, Liverpool away, West Ham away, Southampton at home, Manchester City away, and then Chelsea at home? Just how tough of a month is that? Yeah, I, I have to agree with you with it being a tougher month than October. Facing Liverpool and City in the same month again, but this time both away. I mean, I know a lot of Arsenal fans, we know what our record is away to, to them sides, even the record at home to, to those sides. Um, I, I think the, the start leads at home. It's probably a good introduction into April, um, especially when the next game is, is Liverpool away. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see, you know, us starting to put some performances in those games. We, we've got a long summer ahead. And, and like Kai said with the January, it'd be nice to bring someone in and then, you know, we're not worrying that is one of our big players going to be injured and we've got someone to cover them because it, with them sort of games and them sort of months, uh, if players are playing those six matches and, and we can't even give them sort of a rotation, then I think it, it's going to be a disaster waiting to happen, um, especially when, you know, finishing the, the, the month off with Chelsea at home. Again, another tough game and, and, and like you say, a, a tough month considering the, the time of the season it's going into that last run-in um, just before, you know, the last few games in May. So it's sort of a, a crucial point in the season. And, and and we keep mentioning these are the games we need to start picking points up. But uh, we, we've said for, you know, the last two years under Arteta, we, we've been improving. Um, I'd like to see this season, you know, we start improving by playing these sort of, you know, the tougher teams and, and actually getting, you know, the, the points that we probably deserve to get from them. Absolutely. And Kyle. Last season, of course, May was a, a tough month for Arsenal and almost stopped us from getting Champions League football. Coming up in this season, again, you could argue that it's tough, but again, you could argue that it's in Arsenal's favour. Of course, we have Newcastle away that almost destroyed our hopes last season and we're going to have that similar fixture once again. But Brighton, Nottingham Forest and Wolverhampton, you would take that, wouldn't you, for the last three games of the season if Arsenal, let's say, we're pushing for Champions League in the last three games? Yeah, for sure. If, if they've not blown up all their hopes in in April then I think you you take it I think it depends on where us are in the Europa League as well because they'll be hoping of reaching the the latter stages of that competition if they're still going in that then will they take the Premier League games as seriously will the squad be big enough to take those Premier League games as seriously as well as the Europa League games it's big decisions that need to be made this summer that will impact how we see uh, those games come May 2023 but yeah as a, a final four games go Newcastle Brighton Forest and Wolves is uh, is is pretty favorable I'd say 
Yeah, I agree with you there. And just touching into the to the guys' comment section, uh, the guys' questions in the comment section. Alfie Marcus asks, "Do you think with an easier start to the season than last year, the board will not be in a rush to get signings in? Usually, we wait till after the start of the season." I, I hope not. I, th- I think we need to learn from past mistakes and get the business done early. I know Arsenal fans frustrated uh, at the start. The windows opened, and, and you know it, it's all looking into interested. Uh, no actual official bids put in. Um, I think we need to learn from past mistakes and get the business done early. It'd be nice to to get the new lads, you know, in in sort of training, getting used to the team. So uh, when we come to the tougher months, such as you know October they've got that sort of bond together. And I think with the with the easier start to the season, it, it's probably more favourable for getting the new signings and you don't have to throw them in at the deep end um, like the start to last season. You know, we had City and Chelsea in the first three games. Um, the first game, obviously, chucking Ben White in the deep end with Pablo Murray at centre-half. It wasn't the ideal way to start your Arsenal career. Um, so I think with the sort of fixtures we've got to start, it, it might be nice to sort of uh, ease the, the newer players in, um, get hopefully a full pre-season in for them. Um, and then obviously come October that they've had the experience of playing for Arsenal. Absolutely. And Kaya, do you echo Alfie's thoughts? It's important to get the signings in before the start of the season so Arsenal can almost get the players, get them in, let them adjust to the to Arteta's system. It'd be nice to get them in. I think interestingly, this August, because the Premier League starts so much earlier because of the World Cup, there's five games in August. Normally there's two or three. This year there's five games, which is a, a lot. So... Uh, it's 15 points up for grabs. So obviously the transfer window closes on September 1st. You could have had 15 points decided, which is massive in the way the Premier League ends up at the end of the season. So yeah, it does make sense for Arsenal to try and get their business done early as possible. Um, I think they'll, they'll want to try and get it done as early as possible, but uh, transfer window is a, a complicated beast. I don't think anyone really knows how it fully works, even some of the guys who are involved in it. So uh, Gabriel Jesus and Yuri Tielemans, of course, are those targets that we keep hearing about. Matt Turner's going to come in at the end of uh, this month, and then they'll be hopeful of uh, Marquinhos has already come in, so that would that would potentially make four signings. They'll be hopeful of maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, securing another, depending on what comes up in the window, who leaves, who stays, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, let's let's see. I think it's going to be uh, a, a, an important one to try and get as much business done early as possible. But I've said this a few times. Takahiro Tomiyasu came in on deadline day last season and made the instant impact and was crucial. And my opinion was the signing of the season. So as long as they get the good business done, that's fine by me. Obviously, we'd all though prefer for it to be uh, a little bit earlier in the, in the summer if possible. Absolutely, absolutely. And before we do end the show, guys, I have to get your quick thoughts. So with the fixed list now coming out, are you confident that Arsenal can achieve their Champions League goals or has this put you back a little bit? Kai, I'll come to you first. Um, you know what? I, I, the, the, the gift that came into my head as soon as I saw those, those opening uh, fixtures was, you know, the, the Andy Tate gift where he's talking about doing a title charge? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, <laughs> inevitably, if Arsenal win, how many games is it? Eight before they play Spurs? If they win, let's say... This is just blocking numbers out of the sky. But if they win seven out of those opening eight, they'll be near the very top of the Premier League. And that's a massive bit of momentum. So I'm feeling positive. I, I like it. I'm, I'm obviously not saying, oh, so we're going to do a title charge before I get clipped up and people will start <laughs> sharing that around social media. But um, look, as far as momentum is a massive thing and you don't necessarily want to be coming from behind all the time. We saw that that can put a lot of pressure on, especially towards the end of the season, last season. So it's always better to have points on the board and then go from there. So if Arsenal can get a really good start to the season, which you would hope they can do with those fixtures, then uh, it looks pretty positive uh, for their top four hopes. But listen, it's cliche. Everyone has to play everyone twice. So it doesn't, it, 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 we'll, we'll see how it happens. 
Absolutely, we'll see. Alfie, do you say do you feel the same positive thoughts as Kai ahead of the new season? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm always positive. I was positive at the start of last season, and we've seen how that went. Um, and, and you know, we we did sort of turn it around, and then obviously blew it at the end. And it was an up and down season. Um, I, I think with the players that we've been heavily linked to, I'd be happy with them coming in, and I, and I think they are genuine improvements on what we've got, and also. Um, good squad depth. So for me, I, I'm I'm always positive. But is this going to be the year we return? Hopefully so. Hopefully so. We shall see a long season ahead of us. But let's pray we do return to the Europeans elite competition. But only time will tell. That is the end of the show, guys. Kaya, as always, thank you for jumping on the show, mate. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Alfie, also, thank you for jumping on the show too. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. If you want to see more from the guys, make sure to give their handles a follow on Twitter below, as I'm sure they'll be tweeting more about Arsenal's news and you can see more on there. Most importantly, guys, make sure you like the video and subscribe and keep following us down the Arsenal way. Hey.